0: Ruby's back, and I'm inside of my hotel that I've been going to for the last couple of months. And it's really fucking relaxing, and I needed this. It's um, been quite a week. Um, I have a few things to go through. I wanted to catch up from last week, a continuation of like what was happening. So on Sunday, I went to see my friend in Providence. um, And we caught up, got to talk to each other. And I don't know, like the, the feeling that I had when I was with her, it wasn't really that incredible per se. I took a whole, like, commuter rail all the way down to Providence just to go see her and catch up and do um, anything we can. Um, And I got to listen to just, like, a Novo Amor album and just, like, chill out on the ride. It was very relaxing. And there was something, like, exciting and refreshing and new just to, like, go to Providence since, like, I haven't been there in so long. Um, I don't know, like, I I got there, and she had, like, a brand new Mustang, and, like, she has, like, a whole new setup, a new life with her new friends and stuff, and I kind of fell, felt a little out of place, um, and it just, I don't know, I wasn't, like, talking to her much in the car, I would talk every once in a while, and then it would just be silence. And I don't know if it was just me reeling in from, like, the last week or so and not knowing what to say or what to do. Maybe it was too soon. Um, But we got to hang out. I went to a really nice, like, Indian joint with her. it was, like, my first time having that food, and it was, like, really, really good. Um, And then we went to a dispensary so she could pick up a few items, and then we just, like, chilled at her place, and it was amazing just to have a beautiful setup, a beautiful creek. Um, But I don't know, like, once I got to the, like, the room, it was kind of, like, a mess just from seeing, like, that she's been having parties with her friends and a new life and a new setup I just didn't feel as comfortable as I thought I was gonna be we like pretty much just played video games the whole time even though like I was trying to send her cues being like mm, I'm not really feeling this cause I was okay with doing it for a couple of minutes or so like 30 minutes to an hour but she just wanted to keep playing games um And it just didn't, it still didn't feel right. And I even tried to kiss her and we kissed for a second and that still didn't feel right. And I think she also noticed too. And um, she didn't really say anything about it. She just kind of just like went, went with the flow. But ever since I came back and, like, I contacted her, like, there and there, she hasn't picked up at all. Like, at all. So I'm I'm just getting the vibe that she doesn't want to see me again, which sucks. But I think I just rushed into it just out of habit and not knowing what to do and... I feel bad, you know. But there's not really much you can do other than, like, message and see how it goes. But I've been doing that, and she hasn't responded at all. Um, Then a couple days went by I think it was Tuesday when I, like, disassociated for the first time. And th- that was, like, a lot. I disassociated at work in the early morning or so or afternoonish time. And my body felt like it was just, like, floating. And it was an autopilot. I was, like, dribbling the basketball on the court. And I just felt out of place. I didn't say anything. I just felt like I was an autopilot. I was dribbling the ball. I had complete control over it. But my mind and my soul didn't feel like they were connected at all. I didn't feel real. I was over work. I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to see the kids. I didn't want to do a damn thing that day. And all in my mind was blank. I didn't think of anything. I didn't know what was happening. I just would see kids coming into the room. I was aware and unaware at the same time. And I didn't feel comfortable. At all. And. After like 10 to 15 minutes, I think I snapped out of it. And it took a lot out of me just being there for a long period of time and working with some of these kids just because there's so much to deal with with these some of these kids. Especially it was a longer day. Like, I was stuck there from, like, 10 a.m. or something like that. Or It was, like, one of the days that was it felt longer just from the disassociation and how much I just wanted to go home and how much I needed this break, because that shouldn't be happening in my life. That I'm disassociating for the first time. That's that's so fucked up. Um, but um, one thing I I am looking forward to is I sent in a revised. Um, resume and application to be a an assistant art director at MIT. And um, I'm really excited about that. And if I don't get it, which is probably the case, I'll be fine. I think it's just an opportunity in my mind that looks amazing. And I'm hoping that something can come out of it. But even if nothing comes out of it, the feeling I got when I got everything revised and done and set up everything and sent it and I got the confirmation that they received it, it felt really fucking good. Um, just to like put my foot forward somewhere else where... Um, I thought this place could really do something for me for, like, a year or two, but I, I'm already, like, feeling like I'm checked out, and that's fucked, honestly, because I, I like this place, but at the same time, I feel like it's been switching up on me just because of the way I'm living right now and the choices I'm making. And seeing that even like some of my coworkers kind of just like switched up, I think, just from like my behavior. And I'm um, like one of my coworkers, like I just um, had like a really good night with them. And then with another coworker, we had a dinner and got to see um, candidates that were at like a dinner along with the school and stuff. And I made a text. Um, back to this like specific coworker and told her like that she looked gorgeous tonight and I hope that they had like a good night and thanking them for giving me an Uber ride with them even though they didn't have to and honestly I didn't want to buy an Uber I just wanted to take a quick Lyft or Uber home without having to pay something too heavy and also my phone wasn't fucking working well but ever since then like she says very little to me um and i and i was i wasn't even doing this in a lustful way i was just like saying in general that they looked really good but ever since then like her mood has like changed it's not like she's being moody or bitchy or anything like that she's just she'll like wave instead of like have a good long conversation she doesn't really approach me while i'm like talking um with my other coworker and yeah it it just feels weird and awkward and i think it's due to my decision of saying that um but i think the only thing i can do is either keep ignoring it or actually just address it with her and see how she feels about it um it's not like the most fair thing to say, especially if it's a coworker. Um and she sees me as a friend, but I just figured I'd just make a comment just to say it, because she looked great that night, and but I don't know if she took it so seriously that she wasn't. She just wanted to make sure I'm that she's not interested in me. And that's fine. I just I think it was just a poor choice of words that night. But it's okay. Um, and then I remember buying some stuff on Thursday for, like, the liquor and the cannabis for, like, this weekend. Um, and just having the feeling of, like, being watched by, like, two fucking just, like, low-live addicts that were just, like... I saw in the dispensary, they were in front of me, and then I went to get some stuff I got my like chocolates and then I went to the liquor store and then got a few things and just like the liquor store alone in that area and just like I I'm definitely not going back especially if like I'm going alone like it was just so fucking ghetto and people, there's, like, serious regulars that were like, giving me, like, fucking looks for just, like, being there for them, and it's not even, it's, like, the most unsavory people that you instinctually know something's wrong um and I'm definitely not going back in there I was just trying to get, like, a quick few drinks for the hotel so I wouldn't have to get stuff too heavily you know but once I go got back onto the train, I saw, like, the same couple um, sit next to me. And even as the woman was trying to go sit down, she was looking at my white claws the whole time. And I just, like, fucking grabbed them and put them in between my legs. Because I just knew that, like, something was just weird and off about it. And for them just to talk about... Um, I kind of just, like, put my headphones on low, just to hear, and see if they were, like, planning to, like, jump me, or shit, and I saw that even this, like, l- fucking dirt bag of a dude who's, like, in his 30s, 40s, or even 50s, just, like, a middle-aged, grown-ass man, talk about um, jacking people, and um, distracting people, like, on some shameless shit, like, but really grimy attitude, and then this girl, I just, saw that she was like lost in the head where I could still see that there's like a redeeming hope in her but it's just like confused with this figure this guy that's in her life that's telling her stuff to do and she I remember she was talking about either a daughter or a woman in her life that she that was important probably a daughter or a niece about custody And how much he wanted to see her. And then this guy would just shut her down. Like figure out like oh no no. You don't have to worry about that. She's a lost cause. They're going to take her away from you anyways. And that's just like it's heartbreaking to hear that. Um, When I know that woman could probably be. Rehabilitated with the right. um, Sense of purpose and the right person to help her but. It just made me so uncomfortable. To be around those two. So I'm not getting that fucking liquor from that place anymore. I'm just going to do the cannabis shop and then call it a day. And then just stick to the ones that are at home. Or at least at a different liquor store in Boston. Um, but luckily, like, when I got up, I got up at, like, the right time. Like, the last minute or so when the train arrived. And then moved my shit. Went to a different cart and let those two go on a different cart. And they didn't follow me. So I just have to keep a lookout on... This really short couple that... Walks around and like... Mooches off people. Other than that... I've been chilling here. I got... A text from my ex, even though I thought I blocked her on everything, with her checking up on me after what was said like a couple weeks ago, or at least a week ago, and how I didn't feel good about everything that was happening this week. And even with my therapy session on Monday, I was bawling my eyes out at everything from my inner child to um, things that my mom related to in my relationship with my ex and how I'm still trying to work on it and how I rushed myself into a relationship with this one girl that I really, really like. Um, but I, I was just like so conflicted that morning when she texted me my ex I should say I had anxiety I had my heart pumping I had my blood it felt like I just was standing still I was I wanted to not leave my room, I didn't want to leave my bed and I slowly just like texted back and forth messages on Instagram and I got really defensive when she was like trying to help me because I just really don't trust like what she's saying sometimes I don't there was just like a long period of time where I just don't think that she cared about me but she does it's just it's hard to think that someone cares about you when you're in a a relationship and now that they're with someone else it's kind of hard to digest that and after a while my mind started to calm down I made some stupid comments at least one stupid comment and I didn't want her to feel like that she was evil and deceitful, because she's not. It's just... She did hold back a lot of information for me. And I didn't allow healthy boundaries from the start to happen, because I wanted to do everything I can to salvage that relationship even though when it was sinking and already had sunk i was trying to put holes or i was trying to fix whatever i could and in my mind be enough for her not for myself and i couldn't She wanted someone who was more established More consistent More available in her mind And also with her being older She's moving at life in a different way than I am One thing that she did bring up to me That I'm realizing now is that When she was 23 And I was 19 when I met her She did bring up um, how I still wasn't processing the world that she was seeing and how life is moving and changing in a way where you don't expect it and how things sometimes need to be progressed more than what you need, where you want them to be rather than need to be. Um, And I didn't realize that because, I, I, one, I wasn't really the right age, and, two, I didn't have the experience or um, the initiative needed to, like, where she wanted me to be and have, like, a refined sense of perspective and seeing your life in that way. But now I see it, like... It's making more sense in my mind. Because even now, like... I'm thinking about things... In a different way. And learning to just let go... Fully. And just respect... The changes that are happening. And what needs to be done in order for me to grow... Because whether I like it or not, this is just what has to happen. And I have to move on slowly but surely. And she assured me that she could all this weekend allow me to call her. And um, I thought about it today. While I was walking on the beach the same beach that I would walk with her. But I knew I could do that. But what, what could I get out of that moment? Other than just a call to acknowledge that She cared about me, but still didn't want to be with me. You know? And I listened to music. I had my coffee in my hand from Starbucks. I sat on benches and looked at the ocean and let it cascade, let it roll, and let it go. I watched seagulls go by and seagulls remind me of my grandfather especially reading books and finding out that seagulls are like symbols of the souls of lost sailors and I always, like whenever I saw a seagull like crouching, looking at me I always said to myself in my mind while walking today hey gramps hey grandpa I hope you're doing well. Love you and I miss you. And those are like just some things I would say. And I would just look around and I just kept walking and walking and walking, taking breaks there and there and staring out, getting motivated in some benches listening to like rap music and motivated to see the projects that are in mind and then there were some where I just let feelings roll through my whole body as the wind cast it over me and I watched partners and couples walking on the beach elderly people taking a stroll by themselves runners running by people sitting out from their apartments grass greener than any green that I have seen on the rich parts of lawns from homes of the rich and wealthy and seeing Nahat in the distance and thinking about walking to it and me wearing my bright yellow sweatshirt in the sun with my Red socks, hat, my headphones, and feeling the cement underneath my shoes and just feeling aware and present in the moment because I know I'll think about this day from a week from now and think about how I want to be back at this beach, at this very spot, at an older age, and look at it and still feel that same feeling that I felt when I was there during this day. And the sense of peace I get from that is unlike anything I've ever had and I do remember my ex talking about wishing me peaceful moments during this week and during this life and I appreciated that and I thought about her a lot on the walk but I thought about how much this girl makes me happy but knowing that this can't happen and acknowledging that and not denying myself because all I did was deny and deny and deny is the same thing that I felt about my mom keep denying that my mom is going to change and deny that anything could happen she could change and do something good denying myself of love the way I needed it to be and then also acknowledging that I could have brought more to the table and have done more To show her that I could have loved her more than what I thought was okay. And sometimes you just got to do that. And then I remember there was a clip. Of a guy that. Was saying. That you could really answer a lot of your troubled questions honestly by just sitting down in a quiet space room thinking to yourself what is this problem that you have and what's the best way you can do it and if you can answer it quickly or not as quickly you'll find an answer for it but you probably won't like it and I've been practicing that more and more every day on how I should approach life relationships and just practically anything in general because even today I was like thinking about oh I can walk to Kelly's and I like that walk but it's not productive time-wise you know I still have to get my car going and I'm going to get my car at some point, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. And i just got to be mindful for how much I'm spending, you know? Is this a a buy that's out of boredom and I just want to spend because I don't want to just, like, keep stacking money for nothing? Or is this something that has a good ROI? Does this have, like, a good return on investment, you know? Does this pay back in ways that currency can't provide, you know? It's something that I have to be mindful for and be serious and take take it seriously. There's just, like, so much on my mind. And the good thing is, is that even last night I had the girl I really really like spent some time with me and it didn't feel weird at all well it felt weird at some times but just to have her presence alone and like let her chill me out it was nice but it's different and honestly i I get scared at different, and even my therapist brought up that maybe I'm scared just because it's unfamiliar to me relationship wise, and how I don't have to second guess myself with this person. And I don't have to doubt that I'm enough. When this girl's really pushing me forward and helping me try and do things, and my ex did that too as well, but I just some i most of the time I felt like I was just doing stuff just to make her proud and not myself proud, and it sucked and now that my relationship is over with my ex I kind of have a new foundation where I have a good understanding of what boundaries are to me and what I need because I have so many plans to travel and I want to travel to Ireland and I want to travel to DR like the Dominican Republic I want to travel to Japan at some point I want to go to New York and experience art and the creative side of the US and just like really, really just put those changes forward and just experience life in ways that I never tried. And I'm hoping that I'll feel better on this journey rather than expecting the goals to make me happy because the good thing now is that even if there's like a merchandise item like a necklace all the way to clothing and other stuff like that I know in the back of my mind I have saved so much money I said to myself like I can get that I will get that I'll get that stuff done. I'll do that. And then eventually I do get it. And then the next thing is... Where do I go from here? And then how I can... At least purchase good experiences... Not just merchandise, you know? Because I have such a bad habit of boredom buying... And then not expanding upon it. You know? Rather then just purchase something and have a life experience worth remembering for because I'm not going to remember a t-shirt exactly that I got from like 2007 I'll purchase a tour or a hotel experience or a, a vacation or some kind of stock investment or just like something within school like I want to get a master's in illustration at some point too or with this opportunity like mit where i was i didn't even know that they had a creative like space for mit that is a visual arts department um graphic design and like just seeing that beautiful blend of technology and art which is like my realm of things And with the pandemic and how it, like, helped me shape this new mind of mine of, like, maximizing and optimizing technological aspects within art. And I think that would be amazing for me just to experience and then be able to put my leadership forward as a teacher, as a creator, as an educator, you know, just as a person in general, like I just want to be able to expand and keep learning and create curiosity without forcing it and forcing it onto others. And another new thing that I've been feeling is like sometimes I get guilty with the way I want to talk to some of these kids because I am trying my best to be honest and give them the value of learning that they need especially with their predicament in certain public schools, don't allow these kids, based on their race and their background, to, like, optimize their education. So I'm doing the best as I can with what I can offer them, and sometimes it's hard. These kids have a lot of difficult times at home and outside of school. And... It can be very tiring on my end to, like, really have these kids focus and try to do new things that they're not comfortable with because I'm I I, I I'm the same way, you know? Anyone can be uncomfortable with something new. That's what I'm doing right now. And I still have to be consistent or remind myself of that with some of these kids because this is brand new. Like, I've been doing this for so long. I'm, like, 23 and I keep forgetting that these kids are trying something new and I can get frustrated. And then some of these kids, they just don't care. They don't give a fuck. And that's fine by me, but you can't just be an asshole in class. You know? Pushing, fucking punching, yelling at each other just because they saw someone doing it and thinking that this is okay. Okay. And then I have to talk to the boys about their behavior with other girls in class and just the way they, like, uh, grab each other and stuff. It's just crazy. Especially with certain age groups where you think that they're mature enough to be okay with what they're doing and know better on what to do and what not to do. But you have to remind yourself these are also kids And then some of them have fucked up situations, so they think this is okay. And then you have to tell them that, honestly. It's a lot. It's a lot on my mind. I'm just glad I had that walk today so I can really relax. And the bomb, the bomb part about it is that I got to have some plantain chips like Tostones and those are fucking delicious. And I have like an iced tea that I'm drinking currently. And I have new pajama pants to chill out, watch movies with. And I've just been doing the best I can with what I can offer and what I do, you know, and now I feel like I'm rambling. (laughs) And I'm also being mindful that I'm saying also and and just those kinds of words a lot. So I'm trying to do what I can. Then I have been doing my finances today, so it makes it easier. On Sunday, that's usually when I do my finances. And just, like, get everything done. And then, what else am I doing? Uh, I'm unsure. Debating on tattoo designs. Um... Having another smoke. Um, God, I'm getting delirious. Hold on. I'm going to make a quick break, but I will be back in a few moments. Okay? Bye. I'm back. Uh, I lost track of my thought. But I'm trying to think of anything else I have to say. Mm, I'm looking forward to chilling tomorrow. Just like to do nothing. (laughs) And relax. Because even this bed right now is so fucking comfy. And I know when I get back home, I'm going to go home to a broken ass bed. (sighs) And the other thing I also have in my mind that I just got reminded of is just how like my mom has just been sucking so bad as of late just because she's back in school and she's literally coming home at night doing night classes and working and just heavily complaining and just being miserable. And just bitching about nothing and how much she hates this class. And she's literally taking one college class, one course. And she's flipping the fuck out at me because she doesn't like the teacher. She supplies a lot of homework. It's concentrated amounts of classes. And it's only for like seven weeks. So everything's coming at her all at once. And then she's yelling at us, my dad, my sisters, and myself just for nothing. Just for nothing. Because she doesn't want to go to therapy. She doesn't know how to express herself to anyone. Other than just being an asshole. And it's fucking frustrating. And it just bleeds over to everyone. It makes everyone moody. And annoyed. And it makes my dad just like. Get passive aggressive. Even with me for no reason. Because he doesn't know how to just break shit off with her. And I hope that at some point. Like when. My youngest sister graduates that he just divorces her ass because it's just unbearable to be around this woman. And I try so hard, so hard to work with her. And I helped her get the right laptop, the computer that she needs for college and gave her all the intel and information I needed to help her get her books and for school. And do you know how she repays that? She fucking flips out at me because she's having a horrific day she's fucking yelling at me for no reason my sister's for no fucking reason and then she has this righteous talk that she owns this house when my dad pays for fucking everything you as a mother don't get to fucking speak to me that way just because you have this righteous concept that you gave birth to me you can just fucking beat me up and fucking yell at me And talk this way to anybody. The fuck do you think this is? How the hell are you supposed to like treat somebody like that. And then expect me to help you. So from now on I just like. If she even offers to like give me a ride. I'm just going to fucking take a lift home. Because I don't want to deal with her ass. And then she always asks for money. All the goddamn time. Not a hello. Not a hi. How you doing? When she comes home. Where's my money? Venmo me pay me now do that shit do this now when she sits on her ass when she gets home she doesn't cook she doesn't do fucking anything she yells at my dad who's cooking for her and flips the fuck out after he's busting his ass doing everything he needs to do and then i help him out by cleaning off the dishes and stuff and she doesn't fucking thank me she doesn't thank him she does nothing but be negative she's just a dick it's so aggravating and i i just hate like having to like unload a suitcase on how my mom acts towards me on this podcast but it just is what it is and even with people who talk to me and like want to like meet some of my family i'm like i'm more than happy to show you like my dad and stuff but I won't i don't want you to meet my mom she's just not a good person she's super negative She's fake as fuck. She acts all righteous. And I truly believe that she's bipolar. And just. She's definitely undiagnosed. On certain behaviors. And something that's going on with her. Because she just goes to extremes. For no reason. Even over the smallest things. And then I just, like, try to figure out, like, why. And I can say why all day. But it it just brings me only to some places that I can go. But I'm not her. And even that question of why, like, my, my kids do that, too. Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do that? Why do I get to do this? Why do I do that? and it drives me apeshit but I still gotta calm down because I don't want to be like my mom and just flip the fuck out I don't want to give make that mistake so even like if I feel like I'm doing something wrong and I don't yell at the kid but I get frustrated and, and use a tone that was unnecessary I apologize to my students I don't just let shit slide like my teachers growing up and I I be honest with them, like, I I tell my kids, like, please just work with me today because, like, I'm depressed, I'm not feeling well. And then one of the kids will be like, why is that? And I just have all I have to say is, like, I don't feel comfortable saying why I'm depressed. I'm just saying that I am not in the greatest mood today. So if you can help me out and do what you need to do for, like, 20, 30 minutes, we can do what you need to do and have fun. Okay. And then they focus for a while. And if I, if I say something wrong in my mind, and like I already said, I apologize. I ask them if they're okay, are they upset with me? Did I do something wrong? How can I help either solve this or improve the situation and get better? And sometimes they don't feel like talking, Sometimes they ask me to talk in a different way. Sometimes they just do it and they don't have to be asked again. It's just depending on how I behaved and how I wanted to apologize in certain situations. And it's made the kids more comfortable approaching me and talking to me, even when days are harder for some of the kids. And then one kid in particular just, like, has a hard time listening at all because he he has to have, like, medications and he's been on and off with his medications as of late. So he has extreme mood swings. And he'll get moody over the smallest things that I asked him to do. Like, I'll literally be like, can you just wash the table? And he'll flip out, yelling, screaming, acting like this is okay for him to do. And then he gets angry for me disciplining him by taking the class money away from him and we do a credit card thing and I put a balance on some of the stuff so he owes me money and then he's just like oh I don't care in the first place I don't like I don't give crap about like what you have to say like it doesn't even matter and then I'm like it does matter though because the reason why you're losing money is because you have no respect for me as your teacher and you have no respect to your classmates you talk trash you yell at people because you think this is okay at home because you act like this and thinking this is fine when it's not and i address him as such and then he gets like all frustrated because i'm telling him the truth because his sister acts that way his brother has only recently just gotten better with his maturity and you can tell like with a lot of brothers and sisters and family members at home like they don't get as much attention as they need and she he's a lot including some of the other kids but every every child in this school that i work at has to have their needs met in some ways but they don't know how to approach that or even know what that means so they act a certain way they'll like be more touchy and grabby or like punching you because they think that's attention or affection that they need or they'll like talk a lot and be social and try to get that from you. One of my girls does that a lot. She likes attention through communication and being super social and having that attention on her. And then some just like, are don't have any sense of paying attention, being delirious and doesn't know what to go on because maybe that's a trait that they've picked up on or just a mental thing, you know, just to avoid problems push off things because it's hard and with all of this in mind I have to keep in track all of this shit and somehow recharge come back the next day and be prepped and ready to go and I know I can't do that Sometimes I don't have the the right food for that day. And then I, my acid reflux bothers me and it makes me more irritable. Sometimes I forget something in my routine. Sometimes I just have no motivation to get up. And sometimes I just come home and I'm happy to just relax only to wake up the next morning doing the same damn fucking thing over and over again so what is in mind for right now is I gotta step up with my exercising I gotta get back on a consistent fasting I have to work on my inner child And work through my insecurities as a man and as a provider in relationships and just in life. I have to find either a roommate or some kind of setup where I have an apartment on my own. By at least the next year or two. And then go about like really finding a way to build a home cuz even like i thought of do becoming an interior designer and working on that so i downloaded like a sketchup app and that's like a lot of architects and interior designers use to create their own setup of like rooms and uh houses so i'm going to practice that And I've been watching videos on, like, how to work it and, like, what the subscription cost is. So I plan on doing three months to four months of practicing and then putting that on my resume and just working through it. I also am thinking about downloading Adobe software again and also trying to afford for a um, MacBook so I can get more creative designs and work on getting a camera and just, like, get just getting a actual gallery appearance in and doing a lot of shit that I have to do but I don't want to keep listing and listing and listing and boring the shit out of my listeners right now I have a lot on my plate by myself at the moment and I'm looking forward to how I'm going to approach all of this within the next like two to three years even five if it takes that and just go from there and that's just something I got to be mindful for and work on it for the time being and I hope everyone else does too because everyone's goals should be achieved but their journeys should be appreciated and valued more than the goals themselves And that's all I ask of people is to really enjoy the journey of it. Because it's really fun. Other than that, I'm going to sign off. I hope everyone's having a good day. I hope that you make this weekend amazing. If you have time off, please use it. Make use of that time. Connect with family. Connect with your partner. Connect with friends that you haven't seen in a while. Catch up with them. Do something for yourself. Take the time needed to rest, exercise, have fun, and be you. And be honest with yourself. Other than that, have a good day.